Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erevin daf Nun Beis. We're starting four lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Eloi Nishmas, Maris Malka, Basrab Nasan Halevi. Her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And the Gemara says, Amirayim Barchama, Hare Amru. We already said, Shavas, if a person was Kanish Shvisa, where he is, Yeshle Dalit Amis, he gets four Amis, and then he starts counting his 2,000 Amis. What about Hanaisim Zeruvai? Someone that places the Erev down somewhere else. Yeshle Dalit Amis, or Lai, does he get that four Amis or not? Amirav, Rav says, Tashma, Lai Amir from the past, we only said that you're going to make an Arab with bread, just to make it easier for a person that has food, so that he doesn't actually have to go to the place where he wants to become his visa. If you're going to say that a person who places food down in order to become his visa, he doesn't get four amas, we had said that placing the Arab down was in order to be mako on him, but that's going to turn out to be a chumr for him because now he doesn't get 2,004 amas, he gets only 2,000 amas. The Gemara says, no, that's not a right because even if he only got 2,000 amas and not 2,004, Nichole, he still would want to be able to become visa there, so that he doesn't actually have to be matriach himself and go all the way out there in order to become visa. So we don't necessarily have a raya, and we don't know if when a person places food down, whether or not he's going to get that personal space of four amas, and only then he's going to start counting his two thousand amas of Tchum Shabbos. And we had this mission on the previous daf, a person left on Arab Shabbos in order to go to a city that he could make an Arab with, meaning he technically could reach by placing an Arab down. It's within 4,000 amas of his city. And his friend turned them around and sent him back home. He's allowed to go to that city on Shabbos. And all the other people of the city are not allowed to go. Divir Rabbi Yehud, that's Rabbi Yehud's opinion. Rav Meir Aymer, he says, If a person is able to make an Erev, but he didn't make an Erev, he's just like a Chamer Gamal. As we said, he's like a donkey driver, camel driver. He's stuck between a rock and a hard place. And he has the Chumras of both Erevs, where he currently is, and where the Erev, where he technically could have made, he's limited to walking only in between those two areas and nowhere else. Now the Gemara says, What's the difference between him and what's the difference between the people of the where they're not allowed to go to that city. Amr Afun Rafuna says, Hachamai skin, and here we're talking about Gagunchi Eshle Shnei Batim. He has two houses, one in this city, one in the other city. And in between them is two Tchum Shabbases, meaning 4,000 Amas. Ihu, he himself, since he set out along the road in order to get to his other house, Havali Ani, he's considered like an Ani, he doesn't have food with him. And the people of his city, they're considered like Ashirim because they never set out along the way. Therefore, they can't be Kanish Visa 2,000 Amas away from their city. They never set out along the Journey. And Tayanami Yachu, we have a brass like this. A person has two houses, and in between them is two Tchum Shabbases, 4,000 Amas. Once he set out along the way, he's kind of his Erev, and therefore he's able to walk that 4,000 Amas on Shabbos. Div Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. Yesral came more than that. Even if his friend bumped into him, and his friend told him, sleep over here, meaning don't travel along the way. It's very hot right now. It's very cold right now. So that's the reason why. Why not to journey? Lemacher, the next day in Mashkim he's able to get up and go all the way to that city. And Amar Rabba, Rabba says, Loimar, in regards to a person saying verbally, I want to be kind of Shvisa over there, Kuliamali Pligi, everyone agrees to Tzarch, you have to verbalize that you want to be kind of Shvisa in that place far away from where you are right now. If a person has to set out along a journey in order to show in the physical aspect that he wants to be kind of shvisa over there. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, to set out along the journey. Everyone agrees that you have to set out along a journey to show that you're serious, you want to be kind of shvisa over there. Whether or not you have to verbalize that you want to be kind of shvisa over there.
there. And now we say, Like whom is the following statement from Ula? Someone who set out along the way, and his friend turned him around with whatever excuse he gave him. It's considered like he's went back to his original place, and it's considered like he set out along the journey. And now the Gemara pauses for a second just to understand this language. If we're saying it's considered like he's went back to his place, so why are we saying that he's mochzak as if he set out along the journey? The mochzak, and if we're considering him like he already set out along a journey, why are we saying it's considered like he went back to his original place? The Gemara says, this is really what we're saying. Even though he physically is back in his original place, mochzak, it's as if he set out along the journey. So who's the statement of Ula like? Come on, Rabbi Yisif is just like Rabbi Yisif, Valibid Rabbi Yisif, Rabbi Yehuda, and that he holds that if you already set out along the journey, even though you didn't verbalize that you wanted be kind of your shvisa over there, it's still considered like you were kind of shvisa. And now we have a story. Rabbi Huda bar I see like a call de peri, Rav Nassim bar He brought a basket of fruit for Rav Nassim bar on Erev Shabbos. And then he turned around to go back home. Kiaba Azul. So when he started going along his journey, Shafke Adinachas Darga, Rav Nassim bar waited until Rabbi Huda bar walked down one step, Amar Lay, and Rav Nassim bar told him, Bishacha, sleep over here. And tomorrow, you can get up and go along your journey, meaning on Shabbos, you can walk back to your house. Nun bezom and bezom on the top. Keman, who's this like? Krab Yesef, It's just like Krab Yesef, according to Krab Yesef, Krab Yehuda, that as long as you started going along your journey, even though you didn't verbalize that you want to be kind of shvisa over there, it's still considered like you were kind of shvisa. So the Gemara says it's not a raya, like Rabba, Valibud It could be just like Rabba and like Rabbi Yehuda that says you have to verbalize that you want to be kind of shvisa where you are. It's just that we let out those details of the story, and it happens to be that Rabbi Huda Barashtasa actually did verbalize that he wants to be kind of Shvisa, so we have no raya from that story, whom we paskin like. And now the Gemara goes back to explain the Mishnah, if a person was able to make an Erev and he didn't, so he's a Chamer Gamal, and he's stuck in between these two places, he's not allowed to walk anywhere else on Shabbos. The Gemara asks, we already learned this one, Suffolk, if a person tried to make an Erev and it turns out it was a Suffolk, whether or not it was valid, Rav Meir, Rabbi Huda, I mean both of them say, he's stuck, he has to keep the Chamers of both of these Erev in. Rav Shesha says, Don't say that the whole reason Rav Meir says he's a Chamer Gamal is because Suffolk Erev, Suffolk Light Erev, if we weren't so sure if it's a valid Erev, who'd have a Chamer Gamal? So then he's a Chamer Gamal. Avalvadi Light Erev, but if for sure did not make an Erev, have a Chamer Gamal. So he's not going to be a Chamer Gamal. Elafiluvadi Light Erev, even if he for sure did not make a valid Erev like our Mishnah's case, have a Chamer Gamal, he's still a Chamer Gamal. Vadi Light Erev over here wasn't a valid Erev, have a Chamer Gamal, and he's like a Chamer Gamal, he's stuck in between where he is right now. And his Erev, we're not so sure if he's Kanish Visa here or if he's Kanish Visa over there. Therefore, he's only allowed to walk in between here and there, and he's not allowed to walk anywhere else. And now the Mishnah says, A person goes outside of his Tchum, and he was not allowed to. It wasn't a mitzvah, he didn't have any specific hetra to go outside. Even if he walked out just one Amma, he's not allowed to come back in. Rabbi Lazar he says, If he's within two Ammas of his Tchum, he's allowed to come back in. If it's three, he's not allowed to come back in. The reason why he's allowed to come back in, if it's two Ammas, we already said, is because when a person is limited to four Amas, he's placed right in the middle of those four Amas, so he's allowed to walk two Amas in every direction, and Rabbi Lezer had said that if those two Amas joins with his Tchum, he's allowed to walk back into his Tchum. And now the Gemara says, He has one foot inside the Tchum, and one foot out of the Tchum. He's not allowed to come back in. It says in the Pasuk, If you're going to hold back your feet on Shabbos, but what do we learn from this Pasuk? It doesn't have a Yud in this Pasuk, so we can read it as your foot. So even if one of your feet is out of the Tchum, you're not allowed to bring it back in. The Gemara asks, 
if he has one foot out, one foot in, Yukanis, he is allowed to come back in. Gamar says, Hamani Acherim he. That's Acherim, and Acherim is almost always Rav Meir. Tutanya, we have a bride, so Acherim Aimrim, Acherim says, Lamakim Sherubai Hu Niskar, the place where the majority of his body is, that's where we're going to send him. And since when he only has one foot outside of the Tchum, we're assuming that the majority of his body is in the inside of the Tchum, therefore he's allowed to go back inside the Tchum, but that's the Acherim, and that's not Rav Chanina. Ekadamri, some say it was the other way around. Amr Rav Chanina, Rav Chanina says, Ragal Achaz Vesechet Tchum, Ragal Achaz Chosat Tchum, if he has one foot out, one foot in, Yukanis, he is allowed to come back in. And we read it as Raglecha Karinan, your feet, plural. That's how it's actually read, Raglecha. It doesn't have the Yud, but we read it and we translate it as your feet. So therefore, only if both of your feet are outside the Tchum, then you're not allowed to come back in. But if one of your feet is outside the Tchum, then you're allowed to come back in. So the Gemara says, Vatanya, we have a bride, so you're not allowed to go back in if one foot's outside the Tchum. The Gemara says, Where the majority of his body is, that's where he's sent into. And, and since when he only has one foot outside the Tchum, the majority of his body is still inside, therefore he's allowed to pull his foot back in and he's allowed to re-enter his Tchum. And now the Gemara says, If he was two Amas outside the Tchum, he's allowed to go back inside. But if he's three, he's not allowed to. But the Gemara asks, Vatanya, we have a bride, If he's one Amas outside the Tchum, he's allowed to come back in. But two Amas, he's not allowed to. The Gemara says, It's not a problem. One is where he already uprooted one foot, and now he's standing two outside the Tchum, meaning he's standing two Amas outside the Tchum, so then he's allowed to go back in. One is where he already uprooted his foot from his two Amas position, and he's already moved into the third Amas outside the Tchum, then he's not allowed to go back in. And that's what we mean by two Amas, he's not allowed to walk back in, because he's already uprooted his foot from that two Amas point, and he's moved on to the third Amas point. The Gemara says, Even if he's one Amas out of the Tchum, he's not allowed to come back in. The Gemara answers, Kitanya, he, that prize is talking about Lamaidid, to someone that has to measure his own Tchum Shabbos, and we're going to explain this in a second. Didnan, we have a Mishnah, Lamaidid Sha'amru, to this one that has to measure his Tchum that we spoke about, we give him 2,000 Amas, even if the end of his measurement is going to end off in a cave, he's not allowed to walk one Amma further. This is talking about if a person's in the middle of nowhere on Shabbos, so now he has to measure 2,000 Amas. So we said he could walk 2,000 average size steps, and that's going to be 2,000 Amas. And so then, wherever his 2,000 Amas ends, that's where he's allowed to go. He's not allowed to walk even one step further. And even if it turns out that he's one Amma outside the Tchum of the city, he's not allowed to step even one step further. And that's what Rabbi Lezer was saying. If he's one Amma outside the Tchum, that means he already walked his 2,000 Ammas from where he was. He's not allowed to walk into the Tchum of the city, even though he's only within one Amma of the city. And now this Mishnah kind of picks up on the theme that we were just talking about. Someone that was outside the Tchum of the city on Shabbos, and he measured his 2,000 Amas. Even if he comes within one Amma of the city, he is not allowed to come back into the city. Rabbi Shimon says, Even if he's 15 Amas away from the Tchum of the city, he is allowed to come back into the city. Because the people that measure the Tchum Shabbos of the city, they don't make the measurement exact because of people that make mistakes. And the Gemara says, we have a brass that explains this Mishnah because of people that are going to make a mistake in the measurement. What does that mean? We have people that would measure the Tchum for the outside of the city and then they would place markers there so that people should know, don't go past because you're going past the Tchum Shabbos. These people always made sure to place a Tchum marker a little bit 
inside the Tchum, meaning there was always a little bit of leeway. Why is this? Because people would always make a mistake. They'd wander outside the city, they'd space out and not focus on where they were going, and they'd actually wander past this Tchum marker. And we don't want people to be limited to walking only four Amas and having to wait to come back into the city after Shabbos. Therefore, the people who were placing the Tchum markers outside the city always ensure that they placed it a little bit inside the Tchum. Therefore, when a person walks outside the Tchum, he's not really outside the Tchum and he's able to walk back inside. So therefore, Shimon Mishnah says, when a person's outside the Tchum of the city and he measures his Tchum and it brings him within close proximity to the Tchum markers of the city, really, he's able to walk all the way into the city because those Tchum markers aren't precise and really, his Tchum that he measured for himself brings him into the Tchum of the city. Therefore, he's allowed to actually come into the Tchum of the city. Hajan Allah Chmisha Mazel Tov for finishing the fourth parak of Ervin. We should be zeichet to finish all of Masechah's Ervin together. And of course, all of Shas together. We're going to conclude here for the day. And tomorrow, we're going to pick up discussing how is it that we measure the Tchum of a city. We're assuming that most cities aren't a perfect square. Therefore, we have to figure out how to measure the proper Tchum of an irregular, jagged, funny-shaped city, which is really how most cities are shaped. For now... Everyone should have a wonderful day.